0: Yo! Hey! What's up? How's life? What are you doing here? I hope you're here to listen to this podcast because that's all that's happening. Welcome to Everything's Relative. I'm Eve Sturgis and I'm here to talk about DNA discoveries, DNA surprises, and the DNA test results that make you go, what? A large part of our community is made up of people who innocently thought they would do a direct-to-consumer DNA test for fun. You've seen them at the drugstore. You've seen their commercials in your face. You know what I'm talking about. It's 23andMe, Ancestry, and the other ones just like it. So all these innocent people, just like you and me, get these tests and spit in a tube. By the way, if you haven't done this yet, it is so much spit. I feel like no one warns anyone else about the sheer quantity necessary. It's very gross. Anyway, so they spit in the tube, mail it off, and a few weeks later, their entire world is turned upside down because their results show that they aren't who they thought they were. Or their dad isn't who they thought. Or their mom. Or sometimes both. It's wild, and it could happen to you. It happened to me, although my news came with a phone call not a gallon of saliva, but then we did a test after the phone call to confirm things. But anyway, okay, so that's a story for another time. I'm here because I want to hear everyone else's stories. I'm here to bring us all together to say to one another, me too, you are not alone. We are in this together. Hope that if you're here, it's to join us uh, in laughing and crying about how bizarre this whole thing is when it happens, how it can change your whole life, or not doesn't always change your life. I'm I'm open to all of it. Uh, and what parts of society created the system where this even happens? When I talk about that, you learn that I'm a progressive feminist. So be ready for that. There's not so much of that today. I'm just saying in general. Welcome. Today I talk with Tanakas. He came to me through a friend, not through a Facebook group or from hearing my podcast. He came to me without any clue of how big our world is. It's been a few months since we talked, but I really appreciated his thoughtfulness while telling the story. He's really thinking about what words to use and how much history to tell. It's like I was watching the yarn be spun. (laughs) The yarn? How do you say it? It's like I was watching him spin the yarn as he spoke this is that how you say it you'll see what i mean anyway see you in a bit so that's all i know is that we have a mutual friend her name is julie but you had you had i think tell me and you tell me if i'm wrong and uh but you had said like hey on facebook you had said like i just had this really wild discovery adventure and then right. julie said oh you got to talk to eve
1: Absolutely.
0: So so I didn't read what the adventure was. So you got to tell me everything.
1: Okay. Well, I have plenty to tell then. Um, there had always been a lingering question over who my father was. Um, I'm the oldest of three boys and there were like whispers whenever we go to see like the extended family, like there was, I remember there's a picture in the photo album that, you know, was under in the living room where it had this guy, and it's a special significance, and I don't know what it was, like my mom, one of my mom's old boyfriends, I don't know, but there were like whispers that could be your father sort of thing, um to the point where, as I grew up, at one point, pretty much everyone in my life had pulled me aside and been like, you know, Kenny is not your father, even Kenny. At one point, it was just oh. him. Yeah, yeah. point it was just him and i living together when my parents were going through their divorce and he told me all kinds of things you shouldn't tell a 12 year old but uh, oh god you were 12
0: um, kenny yeah i know
1: tell me about it but uh, one of the things he dropped one day was you know and i might not be your father um and he said something like i i don't really know because i'd rather not know for sure i'd rather just you know keep going um and to tell you the truth that's kind of the way that i operated i mean that was when i was 12 years old the way that I kind of dealt with the huge bomb of a conversation was I just kind of forgot about it. I didn't think about it. And then it just kind of disappeared until I wanna say my late thirties, I was on tour and my mom was coming to visit me. And some guy from Alabama where our extended family is um, from was gonna, we were in, the tour was in Nashville. So they were gonna drive up from Nashville. And I started thinking like, I don't, I can't even explain where it came from, but all of a sudden the idea of who is my father came like right here out of nowhere. Long story short, um, he was not my father. The guy in the photo album wasn't my father. Um, My mother was the only person who said that, you know, Kenny is my father stuck to that. And so I was like, all right, I'll just let it lie for a little bit longer. But I started, I was in a really awkward position because I knew that one way or the other I was going to be upset with a parent Mm. if it turned out that my father Kenny was my father and he treated me as if I wasn't his son my entire life I would have been really pissed um but then if he wasn't my father and my mother was telling me he was and therefore I wasn't having these moments with my actual biological father I would have been upset with my mother. So it's an awkward place to be like do you really want the answer to this because you know it's going to be rough the deciding factor was if kenny was not my father then that my father was getting older out there and i'd never met him and if i didn't hurry i might never meet him Mm. and so Mm -hmm. that was what made me come up with the plan so i i reached out to my cousin on my man uh, Mm -hmm. kenny's side and um i said you know let's do this ancestry.com thing let's both turn in you know our dna and then when they process it we'll get an email saying she's your sister you're she's your cousin Mm -hmm. you're his cousin um and doesn't then i'll know is not my father and then the next stages so Um, she
0: knew so the uh, cousin your cousin knew
1: the question that mark. was
0: the question mark okay yeah, she wasn't no, okay every, she wasn't
1: everyone on kenny's side believe i was his his mm-hmm. son it was fun like visiting grandma's like, i'd see grandmothers on tv making baking cookies and mm-hmm. being you know giving hugs and i'm like wow my grandmother hates me i don't understand why mm-hmm. that like mythical fantasy of a grandmother it's just it's clearly just something that television invented mm-hmm. everyone over there they but she was a good friend you know she was different um mm-hmm. And turns out she went through the same thing as well. She found out that her father, it's a it the story goes on and on. But back to the the plan. So we both submitted our DNA. And it turns out, wow, I will always remember opening the email. And it said work. I don't know if I'm supposed to say the name.
0: <laughs> I can I can beep it. It's fine. Okay,
1: great, great, great. <laughs> um said um, he is either oh, I want to get this right. It said, you share 50% of your DNA with this person. He is either your son or your father. And I thought, well, it would have to be a miracle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my
1: son. So, um, by some fluke, he had already given his DNA to the company. Huh. And so I didn't have, to, I didn't even need my cousin. She's still my cousin in my heart. I didn't even need her involvement because it told me everything I needed to know right off the bat um and so then came the process of reaching out to him I sent him a an email through ancestry.com that day but he didn't respond and it turns out he's he's in his mid-60s now he's not that great with technology now that I've Uh gotten to know him a little bit so Uh I'm not surprised but um I wasn't sure what to make of it you could see that someone had opened it maybe and I was also new to the website. So yeah. I was like, did he did he open it and read it and then want to pretend it didn't happen or what? I mean, going crazy. And my friend, she suggested, oh, he's he's in his 60s. They love getting letters. They love getting mail. They're of that age. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll write a letter. Wow. That's
0: insightful. That's an insightful no. friend. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean,
1: she's actually awesome. So yeah, this is another nugget of wisdom from my friend. And so I composed a letter and i wrote you know the situation by the way it looks like we share 50 percent of our dna um and then i told him about my mother you know a little bit about me when i was born when my mother and father would have met ish um
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: right and then i i told him a little bit more about me you know things that i like and you know dislike and what i've done with my life and he can look me up online because i'm the only person with my name and so it's all right there um for verification and stuff and i sent it off and about a month later i received i I was sitting on my couch and i looked at my phone and his name showed up on my caller id i'm like that is so nuts whoa Um, yeah 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 just like out of the blue well what are you gonna do answer it you're gonna answer (laughs) so it turns out it wasn't my father but it was the brother and the sister that I never knew I had. Okay. My brother. Yeah, yeah. My brother is uh, my father, and his father, and his father. They're into passing down names uh, through the generations. So my father had, you know, his name, and his son. His he thought his only son um also shares his name. So that's why my father's name showed up, but it was my brother, and that actually brought up an interesting line of thinking. To know that I. In another life, my name would have been that. Mm, oh, yeah. To, out of all of them, I'm the oldest. So I would have been the first male child. and he would have insisted that I had. The, I carried the name as well. So in a parallel universe, my name is uh, something yeah, else. Yeah. Something wow. Else.
0: That's really that's a, a, a wild thing to think about. I've been it talking be with some people about names, the power of names and the strangeness of names with the identity crisis that comes with this that right. um, people people have always felt like their name was theirs or they've never felt like their name was theirs and now it like no matter what there seems there's a shakeup, right that's, and that's uh, one i haven't thought of yeah your well, name I, would have been my something name else. is
1: very unusual and i've definitely I, I claim it you know what i mean and to imagine myself being not that there's anything wrong with his name but it's so common mm-hmm. I, I don't really it doesn't i don't know it's uh I, i'm glad that things worked out the way they did well, on that front at least mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so sure and i'm also i went from being the oldest son of three boys and i'm i'm gonna get in trouble because there's some controversy with some of these there's i mean controversy mm-hmm. everywhere but now i believe i'm the oldest out of two no three boys and two girls three girls three girls so what's that six siblings six of us Mm -hmm, all together mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah right um two of the girls are somewhere else and we're trying to find them Mm -hmm. but we they exist and but the fact that I have a sister at all after having two brothers is just wild to me so that's that's really the the nuts and bolts of it um there are other things like talking to my father for the first time and seeing his picture and seeing myself in like a man because i growing up i always looked just like my mother everyone's like well you look just like your mother it's, it's remarkable and my two brothers they you know they look just like my father so to have a man also and i look just like him it really is wild. it's just remarkable, indescribable,
0: yeah, that's powerful. uh genetic mirroring is is I think an underappreciated uh experience
1: to write that off for yourself, to think that that's not going to be part of your existence, you know, like I've written off having a baby as being part of my existence mm-hmm. because I'm a boy, you know mm-hmm. um so then to realize that no, no, there is a male figure who you look like in fact when when my father got the letter he went to my brother and my sister freaking out about mm-hmm. it
0: sure yeah
1: and my brother who's a genius by the way he's a like, jet pilot like scientist level like maybe PhD really really awesome to hear that I love that that part of my family they love and they value education it's, it's really great um but he he went on the case he and his wife like been sleuthing online to find me and look me up and, you know, make verify the things they could. And, you know, there's lots of pictures of me. And when my father said, so do you think it's real? Do you think he's really mm-hmm. my son? My brother said, he looks more like you than I do. Right. <laughs> and it's true. Oh
0: boy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's really something. So, <laughs> um, it took about, a uh, about six weeks for me to actually talk to my father after i made contact with my brother and sister and in the beginning i was like okay it's going to take his time and i told him in the letter you know our relationship is going to be as close or not close or exist at all it's all going to depend on your comfort level i'm never going to push myself on you i don't want anything from you you know i'm a grown man i've you know been out in los angeles on my own doing just fine I don't need or want, okay, I would like to have a conversation with you. I would like to know about our family and, you know, so I can maybe get some insights into who I am, you know, questions that I didn't realize were lingering over my head my entire life possibly could be answered, you know, mm-hmm. um, my heritage, my, you know, just clues about who I am as a person. And I don't know what all this means, whatever that means, but that's what I would love. Uh, nothing financial. I don't, you know. What made it awkward was I'm not the first child to come out of the woodwork and say, "Hey, you're my dad." Um, <clears throat> so one of the sisters before me came returned, and it was a different experience. Her mom wanted child support back pay, yeah, mm-hmm. and so it was ruinous for him, right? To just receive a bill. Sure. So he thought that's what I wanted, and I'm like, no, what? Right. No. Yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> what a nightmare! He's like, oh, all these babies he, out of the woodwork. Yeah,
1: but, yeah. You know, totally. We have more babies we haven't met yet.
0: He was a he was a busy guy. Yeah.
1: Um. Now that I hear that song, Papa was a Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> live your Different life.
0: Different meaning, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. And I mean, I'm I'm grateful. I I make jokes. I'm so glad that you don't like to wear condoms. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, oh, right. Way, he
1: he is wildly irreverent. Like he'll bring up things like, "Okay, I mean, I'll go here, but really, we're talking about this, uh, wow. father." <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Um. <laughs> th- th- so, so he, it took a
0: while for him to m- d- agree to meet up with you.
1: Yeah, and it, t- I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> I keep saying this. I uh, I have a Substack. And as I process things, I write, I believe you are only as sick as your secret. My memory is not very good. And so I can't keep track of lies I've told different people or different versions of myself that I try to put out there. I just really, it's easier to be me and, you know, take me or leave me, but this is who I am. And that's actually how I I believe you show the other people in your life that you respect them by giving them all the information. And then that empowers them to choose how they want to engage with you, as opposed to like, you hear the stories of a guy getting married to a woman, and then nine months into the marriage, she turns into someone else. And he's like, "I, I didn't realize this is who I married because she was Kind of lying to you this entire time biding mm-hmm, mm-hmm. her time in, until you know you could finally meet who you married surprise and i think that's the the height of just disrespect so you will know who you're dealing with as much as possible from day one and if you know if, if i'm living my life right in my opinion that won't change <laughs> you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. what you see is what you get but your,
0: your authenticity is consistent
1: I mean, if I'm, if I'm doing it right Mm -hmm. uh, in my book, but that's not a common, not everyone feels that way. Right. Um, Certainly not in my family, both the one I grew up with and the one that I have just been introduced to. And so when I was learning some things about like, how like my grandfather's death and you know, that's really traumatic and extreme and horrible um, traumatizing for my father. I wrote about it, and when my brother and sister saw it, they felt totally betrayed and lost their minds, and and things actually haven't been the same since that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really had to do some soul searching about coming on your podcast. Sure. But, it, you know, how they feel doesn't really change the fact that this is my life and this is my story. And I also strongly believe in um, when you tell people your trials, that opens the door for other people who might be going through something similar similar to what you're going through to be inspired to be encouraged to get out of a a negative situation i would i will i will sacrifice you know the norms of you know whatever your the rules you've made up and how i'm supposed to behave i'll sacrifice that on the chance that i can help someone who needs help every day of the week absolutely so
0: It's it's kind of it's kind of you and and i agree wholeheartedly and it's just so interesting the way that people feel um, the way the way that different people feel very, you know, variations of so exposed by historical information.
1: Yeah, it's um, just, it happened. It's just a thing right. that happened. I don't it doesn't have anything to do with you. Right. But but I mean, this is the height of taking it something personally. You weren't even there. Um, and and all- wait, and just
0: to clarify, you said this was in your Substack.
1: Yes. And my very first so people,
0: one, so people have to be subscribed to it well, to read mean, it, right? It's like a newsletter.
1: I mean, I don't think oh, okay. randomly look up, you know, so it's possible. But I mean, you know, and my little subset, I mean, they blew it out of proportion. But I think it's the fact that it, it existed in writing in a place. Mm-hmm. I don't know who knows Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. right whatever it was it felt too raw and exposed but
1: yeah and also i guess they never talk about it and i guess they were surprised Mm -hmm. that i even knew about it because uh, my father told me about it and Mm -hmm. i don't know i just the way i feel about it you're giving things power by Mm -hmm. trying to pretend it doesn't exist or anything it's just a thing that happened and so we need to learn from it and move on so anyway i got a little sidetracked but they they um it's a weird question because my my father my grandfather the things that happened to my father and my grandfather uh for me to share my story because it's also someone else's father and someone else's grandfather does that mean I'm not allowed to tell my story you know it's complicated it's and,
0: complex
1: and you know i've made my decision and we'll see maybe i won't get invited to thanksgiving but you know maybe the next one after that <laughs> we'll see right um, right who
0: knows what kind of work they're doing on their own yeah i mean yeah. about these uh-huh. issues right
1: yeah i i mean no ill will to anyone i just uh, i want to understand what i can understand while i'm here you know
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: what i got <laughs> realizing that my father was actually my stepfather and thinking about him as a stepfather has been really awkward. And actually, I will say this fine. When I first started telling people about my strange situation, everyone was like, Oh, I'm so sorry, that that must be so awful. You must feel so terrible about it. And I was like, actually, I feel great. Because the man who I thought was my father, not the best human being. And so when I realized, I don't actually share one drop of blood with that human being it was incredibly just freeing, liberating. It's, sa- it's it amazing.
0: The- you know it's amazing because I could hear it in your voice. Like the fr- I was guessing yeah. was gonna say freeing. Cause like you could just yeah, see exactly. it. Your whole your whole body just demonstrated
1: the- so I'm not tethered to this human anymore. Except for what I choose to um, allow myself to be, and I don't choose to allow myself to be anymore. Um, so, in that sense, I would have never expected such joy <laughs> at um, such a confusing revelation. But there you have it. You
0: know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think people. I think I think there are others that 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 really resonates with, and it's it um, that there's definitely like a, a, a sort of population of you who come from. Um, less than ideal relationships with a, with a parent and it's really a relief to be released of obligation or connection
1: what's really unfortunate is that he he knew all along that mm-hmm. I wasn't you know and so but I didn't understand what was happening I was just there just happy to be there and mm-hmm. so I mean, and I'm getting this this negative energy from my grandmother from my father I don't know it's just really unfortunate that that adults would take out problems on a baby for on a
0: child it's fascinating to me that that a, that a that a the grandmother would be that i don't know i maybe i'm just
1: no 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 typecasting no, no, right. people
0: i'm typecasting no, no, no. or something but it's like come on to a child
1: yeah i mean what? it's do you feel better about i don't know maybe they do mm-hmm. maybe you know who knows how the right. how the human mind works right. but uh, my human mind is- Work that way. So it took six weeks for my father to finally pick up the phone and call me. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was because, you know, feeling comfortable and, you know, it's all so big, so much, so quickly. But my father turns out has been diagnosed bipolar. And, and so my brother and sister wanted to protect me from that. Mm. So they didn't let me know. That he had to kind of come back Mm -hmm. before he could engage me because he was on a journey Mm -hmm. and so on the one hand that was the relief because i thought that you know suddenly i started feeling rejected all over again Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so my actual biological father doesn't want to talk to me great that's awesome um but it turns out that no, he's just struggling with his own demons, and when he's gotten them under control enough, then he will reach out um and so I actually was not upset with him, but I just told him I wish you had just been honest with me. We finally talked for the first time going back to my sub stack it's absolutely true he I've never met him before, but we are just alike we're so alike uh-huh. it's it's kind of scary i always thought that you know in the question of nature versus nurture um nurture was it could be pretty i don't know stubborn (laughs) you know whatever the nature set up your nurture would um it would have more of a say in who you became but it turns out i'm so like him like and i can't tell you how many times my sister as we're talking she would say you sound just like dad you sound just you sound It was a broken record
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's really bizarre i mean the way that we <laughs> the way we see the world the way the way we value education the way we i mean politics religion i mean it's it's really uncanny and a little disturbing i would like to think that i had more of a say in who i was than <laughs> than my you know genes but now i'm I'm questioning many things because of my experience i know other people have different experiences yeah. here but for me it's really remarkable that i have i'm so much like a dude i've never met and didn't even know existed mm-hmm. <clears throat> wow
0: yeah that i yeah that is which which bringing it full circle brings us back to the freedom of not being related to that other person
1: Right, and right, the, you know
0: because because it does matter sometimes who you're related to it, it
1: does
0: so it's it does matter, especially when they're when you meet, yeah, you meet a stranger and you're just like them, oh, wait, oh wow, <laughs> I was gonna ask was gonna, how how long ago was all of this?
1: um, awesome question. <laughs> hey, um I sent in my um my I spit in a tube the last <laughs> week of um of twenty twenty one and so. Okay. I found out about him February of 2022. We had our first conversation or I, contact when well, I sent him the letter in April, and so then in like May ish is when my brother just reached out to me, and it wasn't until like July when I finally spoke to my mm-hmm. father. So it's been like exactly a year when all this stuff has gone down, and to to round it all up, I um. I bought a plane ticket to to go to Detroit where they live. Mm-hmm. Um I, my least favorite city in the country might be Detroit and that's where my family is from so I mean it's perfect perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit's a lovely place. It's just, you know, both times I was there it was January and oh. so and we,
0: <laughs> say no more. Yeah,
1: say exactly. Say no more. Yeah. Um but uh I was supposed to be there last weekend in fact. Um but I ended up not going because so i mentioned that my father has his demons Mm -hmm. and sometimes that what that translates to is when we're on the phone i have to repeat myself a lot Mm -hmm. Um, he doesn't remember the conversation we just had or whatever which is another another reason why i'm really glad that i did what i i reached out to him when i did because who knows how much time Mm -hmm. anyone has Mm left? so I'll take what i can get and this is what i'm able to get so he i mentioned that i would come and i was thinking about coming to see him and how he would feel about that and he flipped out um Mm. and you know don't come here you can't show up at my door and i'm supposed to clean my house for you and all these things and i said no i would never just show up at your door that's rude first of all i would hate (laughs) that if someone just did that to me Mm -hmm. um i would be in a hotel and you i wouldn't even have to go to your home we could Meet in a parking lot. We can go for a walk. We can, mm-hmm. you know, go to a movie. We can go have dinner. We can, you know, whatever you want. It's like I said. It's whatever you're comfortable with. And I slowly, systematically talked him down to the point where he was comfortable with me visiting him. So then I bought the plane mm-hmm. ticket. About a week later, I get a text from him, and I'm about to go into my acting class, and it's saying, Don't, "If you show up here without my permission, you'll never see me." And I'm like, "Without your permission?"
0: Oh boy! Oh, mm-hmm. Does it
1: remember? And so then I'm like, so can we make it plans ever? Because
0: mm-hmm.
1: you, who are you gonna be? How much are you remembering mm-hmm. from one conversation to the next? And it is what it is. But um, but at that point I'd already bought the plane ticket. So after calling him for a week and a half, because he's playing the I'm not gonna answer the phone game, um, I finally got him on the phone and I told him, yeah, we, I wouldn't just buy a plane ticket. We talked about this and you were okay with it. And so then I bought it Um, and he said, yeah, could you just not come? Could you just not come? And I said, well, I will respect you and I will not see you if you do not feel comfortable. And he said, so you're not coming. And I said, well, I would like to meet my brother and my sister and my aunt um, and they all want to meet me. So I respect you and I will not force myself on you you will not see me at all if you don't feel comfortable but you can't control me going to meet the rest of my family so we finally worked through that and he and to be perfectly honest i feel like with the right familial peer pressure he would have been able to get his act together for Mm -hmm. you know an hour to come and meet his oldest son so that was settled but then my sister Right before I got on the plane, disappeared for twelve hours, and I was, you know, just like I can't do. The universe is saying now is not the time. So, yeah, I took the plane ticket credits, and I can use it mm-hmm. some other time. And we're just gonna keep figuring things out. But yeah, that I was a little upset. I was a little upset about that. I would have met my family last weekend, and here yeah, we are. Yeah,
0: that is sad. That is so sad and and frustrating, and I to me i think i would feel really confused um, by all these sort of ba- battling battling
1: emotions energies
0: yeah. energies yep. people ideas concepts what's concepts what's a reality what
1: i mean i feel awkward about it too when i think about you know i don't know any, <clears throat> i don't know any of these people you know and i'm supposed to go to detroit in january right. you know uh, it, there's a lot of angst, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I know that it would never be worse than it will be the first time. So just get it over with. Just get it over with. Maybe my sister wasn't ready and mm-hmm. my father wasn't ready. I don't know. So mm-hmm. we're just figuring it out. There there isn't a rule book. There's no instruction right. There's manual. No. For- uh-uh.
0: There is no playbook. And um is your mother still alive?
1: She is still alive. Um mother Convinced herself that Kenny was my father. Sure. She, it was. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, by sheer force of will, like, I'm not convinced if she took a polyg- polygraph mm-hmm. test, mm-hmm. she wouldn't have passed it because Kenny is my father. It's just so funny because uh, I've heard the story of when I came around when I was a few months old and two of my f- to kenny's family's place and they confronted her about my you know uh, mm-hmm. what is it parentage? paternity uh, paternity mm-hmm. thank you very much um and they were like that that boy is in kenny's the the clutching of pearls performance mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. my mother did i mean bravo i mean i don't yeah. need you. i don't need any of you i'm gonna raise him by myself and then mm-hmm. like a few months later kenny came around he's like okay let's get married um and then the rest is history hijinks ensued Hmm. but now that i look now that i know the full story and i know that um not only was it quite possible that kenny wasn't my father Mm -hmm. might not have been the only candidate like Uh really Really, mother so i mean the oscar goes to really Mm -hmm. but she i'm planning on some family therapy to get out what i feel i have to get out about this to her wow um, because there are there is some resentment mm-hmm. i understand you know it was what the 70s 80s the 80s and you know you have to do what you have to do I, I i i didn't i have not walked a day in her shoes um i understand as much as i can understand and almost to stay face because you'd be too embarrassed so then it would be like your pride is more important than your son's well like mental and emotional well-being so there's some resentment and i'm going to put together some family therapy so that we can talk about it Mm -hmm. but all that that aside i love my mom she's my best friend and you know i'm when she first heard that i knew the truth the first thing she said was i'm so sorry i'm so Mm -hmm. sorry and I said, why are you apologizing? I'm I mean, if you didn't do this, I wouldn't be here. So what I'm upset that I exist. No, it's I mean, thank you for this. I mean, I don't know what happened or why, but I'm happy to be alive. So don't apologize about that. You know, there are other things that you'll apologize for later, but not the fact that I'm here. Um right. so it's just awkward all around. Awkward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
0: a good that's a good word for it. Yeah, that's a really good word for it and what about your two brothers that you grew up with half brothers but you didn't know they were half brothers are they do you have a relationship with them
1: complicated imagine that i honestly believe because my father there are things that we as humans just understand mm-hmm. without having this and it was understood that there was something different about me mm-hmm. and that and that my brothers shared a bond that i didn't share with them mm-hmm so on some level i just think that we always all knew and so i was always kind of treated like the alien mm-hmm. and that sucks because you know you feel like an alien amongst humans but then once you get around that you realize how liberating that can be so i don't have to play by the rules that you know our culture says i'm supposed to because i'm an alien so right. i can do whatever i want right. i can go into the arts i can you know do you know be Anything at the sky's the limit. Once I reached that point, it was incredibly, incredibly liberating. But, you know, getting there took some time, you know, a lot of teenage preteen and teenage angst. But I have have a feeling we all have preteen and teenage Mm -hmm. angst. Um, So to answer your question, my brothers, the middle one, we don't talk because Mm -hmm. he's, uh, uh, he's unreliable as far as are you telling are you lying now to Uh, me you know i'm your older brother i was there so i remember so you're trying to tell me what i read and then the younger brother he's going through his own yeah
0: uh uh
1: bless him um and so i'm a kind of a, a fall guy pin everything on me sort of thing which is fine. I love you guys, whatever. Another reason why we need to do family therapy. So I Right.
0: Can... <laughs> More family therapy. More family therapy. Okay. Yeah. It's always complex. I mean, it's just, it's always, it's always really complex and yeah. not every family, whether they are all biologically related or not, not every family grows up close or having good relationships or, you know, all those, all those complexities can exist.
1: And now, you know, we really have to work to keep together, I think, Mm -hmm. because this could be a reason to drift even further apart. So I'm doing what I can, but, you know, check in with me in 10 years. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Sure. Yeah. There's something really about like having to be intentional about, about, about that. Um, I understand that for sure. So if you had, so now you've been in it a year, basically been in it a year. Um, you're still like a newborn baby in this experience, (laughs) but, um, but do you feel like you have any advice or anything that you would say to someone who who's brand new to it, brand, brand new, someone that's looking at that that Ancestry page right now and seeing a name they don't recognize?
1: I would say that, I mean, everything has changed. Nothing has changed. You're still the same person you were yesterday. You know, if anything, you have more insights into your quirks and your, in, you know, the, the things that you never could explain about yourself, oh, you mean my father loves to read? I mean, stays mm-hmm. up until five o'clock in the morning reading random things on the internet um, or or whatever. I mean, it's mm-hmm. you can get to a place where it makes you feel stronger and more yourself than ever. Mm-hmm. It takes some work and it takes some patience and it takes some you have to be open to it and you got to roll with it and be kind to yourself because there's so many emotions and there's no rule book so just allow yourself to roll with it it's not your fault it just is so be kind to yourself and be patient Mm. Mm uh-huh
0: yeah that's really beautiful that came up earlier today about about accepting what is um talking to someone else yeah just um right and that take that's hard i,
1: mean, <laughs> that's hard. I, I think the secret to having a, as peaceful a life as possible is to just be able to accept what is because mm-hmm. if you fight reality who's gonna who's gonna win you can't change reality you know even if it's not right or not fair it is and so the the sooner you get comfortable with rolling with it and incorporating it into your existence, the smoother the rest of your time on this plane will be, mm-hmm. I think.
0: Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing your story. I'm so grateful to our mutual friend, Julie, who sent Tanukus my way. Uh, it's been a few Months since we talked, I hope uh, his family relationships are continuing to heal as they unfold and everyone gets to know one another. And I would love to know if he has managed to get his immediate family members in a room with a therapist and how that goes. So, Tanukas, if you're listening, let me know. I actually do have his contact info when I can just send him a note. If you want to send me a note for whatever reason, you have a story to tell or you hate the way you can hear me breathe or you'd like to connect with a guest, you can do it all sorts of ways. Email me, eve at everythings relative Podcast.com. Go to my website, com. Find me on the socials at com. I try to get an episode up every Friday for spring and summer of each year. This is season five. Will it be my last season? Who knows? The only way to find out is to stick around. In the meantime, I hope you'll support my project, and support yourself with self-care. Take a bath, go on a walk. I'm Eve Sturgis. This is Everything's Relative. Bye-bye. Everything's Relative with Eve Sturgis is produced by Eve Sturgis and Kaylin Egan and edited by Joy Rumor. Logo designed by Ivy McNally and music is used with permission from Goodbye The Band. Eve is a licensed psychotherapist but her podcast episodes are not therapy sessions.